Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm extremely pleased to be again with Nathalie Nidam. She's a certified and registered holistic nutritionist, a bulletproof human potential coach and a biohacker. The first show uh, aired a while ago and we talked about her story and what we do about food quality and it was absolutely fascinating. So Natalie, welcome back and tell a little bit about what you do and what you do, who you are. Thank you so much, Christine. It's great to be back. Um, I really had fun on the first show. I'm looking forward to this one as well. So basically, I work with clients um, both in a group setting and one-on-one, and I help them to basically optimize their performance and their health by addressing what I call, you know, I've developed this five-star method, and uh, each of the stars stands for what I think is, well, what I believe to be really the, the pillars of what we need to address in order to be our healthiest, be, be vibrant, have, health, have our energy together, and, you know, basically, it, it's a program that speaks to longevity, right? So that is, that is fascinating, to- and we all aim for the stars so we are all curious now to hear more about your five stars what they are and how to reach them yeah so so really you know the the concepts that we we're starting to see bubble up now is people used to talk about lifespan and now we're talking about youth span we're talking about living long but living well Mm -hmm. and so the five you know for those five pillars that we really need to address from the minute that we can bring our attention to it is our nutrition, our, our sleep, both how much we sleep and sleep quality, um, exercise and movement. Like this isn't about spending hours in the gym, but it is about using your body in the way that it was meant to be used so that you remain, kind of maintain that vibrancy. Um, how you manage your stress, you know, like stress is such a massive issue in our society today we're never going to make it go away, but mm. we can definitely manage how it affects us. And then last but not least is, is mindset or attitude. And, mm. you know, that mindset attitude that we bring out with us every single day really provides the foundation for how everything else unfolds and how well we're able to deal with our nutrition and how well we sleep and whether or not we're going to take the time to take care of ourselves. That mindset underpinning really, I find, is a massive issue that I work on with clients to help them yeah. to really achieve their optimal and, performance. And, and it is so important. So many people do not love their body. 
and mm-hmm. they just hate it and then they treat it miserably. But if you don't love your, as a brain health coach, of course, I have to love my brain. And yeah. uh, you, it's part of the body. If your body doesn't get well nourished or stress managed, your brain suffers and your brain makes the decisions. And then when you go to the grocery stores or you go to the coffee shop, you reach for the donuts. Absolutely, absolutely. And and so getting that those you know, getting that, that mindset in place of, of, and so many, uh, I see this, funnily enough, of course, very much with women, but even with men sometimes, mm-hmm. like, we've been at war with our bodies for for so long, for trying to look, in a, look a certain way, or be a certain way, or whatever the case may be, and we forget that this is you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've kind of externalized the body somehow, and embracing the body being on the same side with yourself and and being um coming from a place of acceptance and um love towards your body and yourself so that you're honoring yourself by doing these things so that we shift people away from this i'm i can't do this or i'm not allowed to do that or i'm not allowed to eat this to a mindset of abundance which is look at everything that i'm doing for myself mm. That's good, and, and I want you to know, make it's, decisions it's, that it's a much nourish better place me. To come from. Yeah. Sorry. I I I I want to make decisions that nourish me instead of that hurt me. And every time you make a decision, and we make thousands every day, it's important to stop and ask yourself: Does it hurt me? Will it hurt me? Will it help me? Yeah, absolutely. Or even even understanding what is your goal, mm. right? So right. in business, people do goal setting all the time. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to our health, we don't think about what outcome it is that we're after, or maybe we don't believe that we're going to be able to get a certain outcome. And, you know, we all know from, from business life that if you don't set your goals, you're not going to get anywhere. That's so right. And it's not no just different. the goals, but the end goal. And many people say, oh, I want to lose weight. And then I ask them, why do you want to lose weight? Well, the doctor yes. told me, <laughs> and I don't want to get diabetes because. And I said, okay, so if you lose the weight, what do you want to achieve then? What do you want to do then? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they need to know what they want to do with the rest of their life. Absolutely. Well, and I, I think part of that is help is really helping people to connect with their with why. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to ask why many times until they want to punch you in the face. Yeah. But really, <laughs> but 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 to the point where people start to understand. Well, I want to I want to lose weight because I don't want to get type two diabetes because I want to be around for my kids or my grandkids because I want to help other people because you know. And mm-hmm. all of those becauses, and it gives them um, a greater sense of purpose. Right. And so that they can check in with that. And I find that, that one of the things that's really important is to get people to write it down so that they can see it. Yeah. And I call it the three W's. The one is, who am I? Why am I in here on this planet? What do I want to do with the rest of my life? And everybody has the rest of uh, your life, even if you're 93 years old. Yep. And I have a worksheet for that. And as you said, it's so important that we write it down and maybe hang it on the wall. I have it hanging on my wall every day. So I know why I want to get up and why I want to make as good choices as I can that day. Amazing. And are there days when I make bad choices? Absolutely. We are just human beings. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and helping people to understand that making a bad choice one day doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not it's not about falling off the wagon. It's about, as you say, it's about being human. And a big part of any good program out there, whether it's mine or someone else's, honestly, is our goal is to build resilience, is to help you to build resilience into your body mm-hmm. so that, you know, down the road when you're back in balance, you can have a piece of cake once in a while. It's okay. Yes. It's not the end of the world. But you, but if you're really out of balance today, you just have a little less wiggle room. And and our end goal really is to regain that resilience that is inherently natural to the human body once it's in balance. Yes, metabolic flexibility, as Dr. Makola calls it in his new book. I love that. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, it, Like, Absolutely. Like we are meant to be by nature and not like we try to be by uh, artificially. Absolutely. What we call culture really is not real culture. It's more um, um, survival of the wealthiest corporation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little political, but I think it's very true. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that definitely when, when working with with clients it's important to just help them to Mm. to get rid of you know to your point like get rid of the political stuff get rid of the i should i must i need Mm. and move into a space of really believing that you are you are worthy and that you deserve to be as healthy and as vibrant as you know you can be Mm -hmm. and just getting down to the business of just making that happen And, and embracing change. Yeah, and sometimes that may actually mean getting off the phone that you're using while you're eating and instead focusing on actually what are you eating right now? Mm-hmm. Does it taste like cardboard when you chew it more than three times? Like my favorite right. pet peeve, Wonder Bread. No wonder we are sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. And, I, you know, it's... it's um, It's, it's interesting. I think that people, sometimes we overcomplicate and, um, and it does come down to simple things. But because we are caught in all these negative cycles, we just end up having to, you know, undo a lot of the, um, a lot of the, a lot of the bad programming that we've allowed to set in. And I, it's part of the reason why I also love working with people who have families mm-hmm. because we can, You know, if I'm working with a mom or a dad, what I see happening is I find it trickles down through the whole family. And by the time you're done working with people, you've impacted the lives of of your clients, but of their children as well. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the greatest gift. It's the greatest accomplishment because... If if I knew now, if I knew when I was ten what I know now, or even if if I had been taught a certain way of doing things, then life would be just much easier. That's so very true, and we all need to think about what we are giving our children and grandchildren for an example. Yeah. Yeah. And if yep. if we really want them to get old and sick and have diabetes at age 10, maybe, yeah, like many children now have, or if we want them to live healthy as long as they can, 
And I mean, we all dream about, uh, oh, yeah, we live healthy and then one day uh, it happens, it's our day and we keel over and are dead. That's not how it's going to happen most of the time nowadays. And it, it's really sad. And I'm looking forward to talking more about your experience with the other uh, stars of your pillar program uh, on the second half of this broadcast. And uh, please tune, stay tuned in after the commercial break for more about the five-star method with Natalie Nedam. Talk to you then. And welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with registered holistic nutritionist and biohacker Nathalie Niedem. And in the first half, we talked a little bit uh, about the first of her five-star methods, and I'm excited to have you back, Natalie. Thank you, Christine. I'm excited to be back. Um, yeah, it's so much great fun. To be here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I enjoy talking to somebody that really knows what they're doing, and you seem to definitely know what you're doing. So, talk a little bit more about the stars that we haven't talked about much. Um, okay. Well, I think I, I don't even, you know. So, on the nutrition front, I'll go through them very quickly and just give you mm -hmm. little bullet points. So, on the nutrition front. What I think, again, is important for people is not to get stuck in dogma where I have to be, you know, I have to be keto or I have to be paleo or I have to be whatever it is. It's really helping people to understand and to discover what diet, what way of nourishing their body is the best way for them. Mm. Um, and it's going to depend on food sensitivities. It's going to depend on genetics. It's going to depend in some ways on their lifestyle, but really kind of letting go of any rules and really getting to understand what is best for their particular um, body. On the sleep front, you know, so often people I find have, they've got dysregulated sleep or they don't, they don't, you know, as a culture, we don't value sleep. So getting our heads around the value of sleep, which is not just about being, you know, waking up with, I mean, it's definitely about waking up with energy in the morning, but it's also getting your head around what really happens in your body while you're sleeping and how that is the biggest piece of rejuvenation mm -hmm. and um, really it's the most anti-aging thing you can do is to get good quality sleep in sufficient amounts every night and how, you know, everything from lifestyle habits to food, like meal timing, um, without spending a dime, there's a thousand things we can address to help people improve their sleep. Mm -hmm. um, then we move into exercise and movement. And, you know, we lead these crazy sedentary lifestyles. And sometimes I even get a client in here who will do like three or four crushing workouts a week. But then the rest of the time they just sit. Mm. And so helping them to understand the value of maybe backing down on those crushing workouts a bit, doing a little less, but building movement into every single day so that they can just remain healthier longer. Like you just, you, 
unfortunately, you know, there's this this whole thing that came out a couple of years ago that sitting is the new smoking. <laughs> and this business of sitting in a chair for four, five, six, seven hours in a day is really wreaking havoc with our physiology. And so even getting out of your chair once an hour mm-hmm. um, and moving and jumping up and down is going to have massive impact both on your health and even on your ability to think and be productive at work. Um, and then on the stress management side, you know, I, I definitely, by the time people are done with me, they've got some kind of a mindfulness or yeah. meditation practice that they can go to. Absolutely. Because um, if we if we let allow stress to run roughshod over our lives, which is what's happening to most people, again, like you can't sleep properly. You're not able to make good nutrition decisions because you're so stressed that it's your hormones that are driving your cravings and you know, and that stress, that runaway chronic stress is ultimately going to impact you physically as much as it will emotionally. That and we talked so a lot true. about mindset in the last show. So, And I know. personally love to recommend meditative exercises like yoga or Tai Chi, my favorite Tai Chi, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's so stress relieving. You can't think of anything and it builds neuroplasticity. So that's yeah. nice, too. So something like that too is often easier to start with for people than to just sit down and meditate, which they are so antsy nowadays that they can. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, and, and part of that is really just understanding what what's going to resonate for the individual, mm. right? So for some people, like for me, I started meditating by using a piece of technology mm-hmm. called a Muse headband. Yep. Um, and for me, it gamified Meditation. I was always a person who said, oh, I can't meditate. There's no way. I'm mm-hmm. way too restless. I'm too busy. I got that, blah, blah, blah. And it's the one thing that allowed me to um, to get my head around sitting and right. being still. It's now, I've now evolved beyond the news headband into a practice where I've developed a practice of my own where I can sit quietly for 15 to 20 minutes mm-hmm. at a time. But it was a process for some of my clients. You know, it's downloading an app on their phone and just breathing for two or three minutes. Right. Or it doesn't have to be a big 20-minute or half-hour, hour-long process. The yoga is amazing for mm-hmm. a lot of people. But yes. I really, I, mean, I think it's very important that people have something that they can access without going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right? important. And they can do any exercises at home. Any yeah movement any practice that they can do at home yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I love yeah, that idea too it's so important and mindful eating we are so used to just wolf it down when we when we watch tv mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely there was actually there was a really interesting study that was done um uh i read about it a couple of years ago or maybe a year ago now and they took a two groups of people and they the two people ate the exact same meal but one group ate their meal in front of a computer screen mm-hmm. and the other group ate their meal outside in natural light and do you know Christine that the people who ate in front of the blue light screen which is artificial light mm-hmm. actually had a had a higher glycemic response to the exact same food <laughs> as the people who were eating outside in natural light yeah i can imagine yeah that is fascinating Right. And so I mean, even light. Yeah. Even even when they eat the same, it's the same. It's different. And yeah, of course, when you eat in front of the TV and you just wolf it down, you eat more than you otherwise would eat too. 
Oh, yeah. Because you don't <laughs> notice when you're full. You just keep on chucking the chips or ice cream or whatever's your favorite food when you snack at night, which you shouldn't do anyway. <laughs> no. Well, meal timing is a big focus mm -hmm. in, in my program as yeah. well. And helping people to create space between their meals is a big part of the work that we do. And that, of course, involves eating nutrient-dense meals that have the right proportion of, you know, fats and carbs and proteins in mm -hmm. them, which will vary from person to person. But you should be able to go four to five hours between meals and certainly at least 12 hours between your last meal of the day and your first meal of the next day. Right. And for some people in our society right now, that's a challenge. And so we take, you know, we take baby steps and we work them towards that goal. Right. And, and so important because we are still uh, sometimes given the advice, eat six small meals a day. But it's so hard to stop after a small meal. It's so much easier to eat a big meal and eat it less often. Yeah. Well, and also think of all the decisions you have to make. Uh -huh. <laughs> you have to decide six times a day that you're going to eat the right thing. And you have to, and it's all this shopping and all this prepping. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's just so much work. So, uh -huh. you know, we work towards this concept of food freedom where we were, we're kind of freed from this. We've become slaves to food. And I think part of that is we've been given some bad information. Part of that is the hyper palatability of all the commercial foods out there that have virtually been designed mm -hmm. for to drive us to overconsume them. Like people have spent, you know, R and D departments have spent millions of dollars making a food irresistible. So you like when you brought up chips, yeah, you know, to manipulate a very us famous to eat more. Lay's chip commercial uh -huh. that says you can't just eat one or maybe it's Pringles. I don't know. It's one of those. Whatever. And they're not kidding. No, no, it's <laughs> true. They're addictive. <laughs> Food can be addictive. Now, yeah. before we wrap that up, I would love uh, you to share how uh, listeners that are interested can contact you. For sure. So the best way to contact me is you can contact me through my website at natalienidham.com. So it's just my name, but Natalie is spelled a little different. It's with an H. It's N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. Um, and or you can find me on Facebook um, or on Instagram, again, under my own name. And on Facebook, I have a Facebook page called Biohacking for Longevity, the five-star method. Um, and those are probably the best ways to reach me. Now, that's wonderful. Um, now, to leave our viewers with, how about one or two of your f most favorite and most transformative tips that you say oh, every sure. day? Um, I think that baseline, I think that people need to honor and value and work on their sleep so that uh, they're allowing their bodies to regenerate every day. And just to eat real food, um, stay away from the processed stuff and try not to eat too often. Just eat when you're hungry. Follow your hunger. Now, those, that's really good advice. And if you integrate it with the other pillars that you mentioned, like movement and, and stress relief, and that will work to improve your life, improve your health, and make your goals, once you realize what your real goals and uh, purpose of life is, uh, make it come true. Absolutely. Thank Now, you so much, Christine. Thank you so much to be on my show, Natalie. And it was amazing uh, to do that. And this brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Natalie, 
and forgot her contact information, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca or you can, of course, contact me through my website, docchristine.com. And I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Luke Edinger. Thanks, Luke. Great guy. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station, and we even have an art gallery. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.